0: Super Dute.
1: Tough work. Tough
0: work. Y'all know what it is mm-hmm. podcasting and things for everyone, for the world to
1: see and hear. Mr. Illogic, how are you today? I'm great, man. I'm great. Um, tired a little bit. <laughs> he was kicking it last night. Apparently. Yeah, man, celebrating. You know? Yeah, my
0: man's had a show last night or a streaming show. You yeah, know, performance. I guess they would call it. Is this yeah. a show if no one's there? It's just a performance, right? If it's streaming, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, a, just performance. a performance. Okay, that so was the thing that
1: that was the thing that I had to get wrap around my head. Even during practice and setting up, that's why I did all the incense and all that stuff. I'm like, yeah. this is a performance. This is not. Yeah. Ain't nobody gonna be there. So this <laughs> is like TV. This is like performing on Jimmy Fallon or some shit. You know? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's a whole different thing. I, I'm still. I haven't done anything like that, but I'm sure the time will come at some point when I do it. But I've just yeah. been watching and peeping the movements. Mm-hmm. You know, taking my little notes, seeing how I'll freak it when the time right. comes. Uh, work, work. <laughs> but uh you know uh we're here we're here and uh we appreciate y'all' listenership you know as we continue to build this thing and push this thing and you know everybody on youtube we appreciate y'all you know um, i've been back from the vacation me and the logic have been dropping episodes every week but me and this man have not been seeing
1: each other every week you know so right. uh we just been doing our thing So uh, if we if we talk a little long in this episode, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, don't mind us. Two friends catching up. (laughs) (laughs) That's all it is. That's all it is. Uh,
0: Okay, so this week we're gonna talk about um, fame, fame and uh, notoriety. And this conversation was sparked from a text conversation me and Illogic had uh, several weeks ago, where I was on my Facebook. And, you know, everybody got them Facebook friends who just be thirsty for attention all the time. You know. Yeah. Always just got some shit going on where it's like, this don't even feel like a natural update. This just feels like you just want, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you thirsty. You thirsty, thirsty out here. Thirsty yeah. for them likes and comments, you know. Yeah. And I was like, man, they want attention so bad. And I remember texting you and I said something to the effect of, man, if they only knew what real fame was like, Right. I wonder if they could handle it, mm-hmm. right? Because you and I have tasted that, right? And in many instances, the way we move is to get out of the spotlight on our personal time, right? right. Like we want our personal time for us.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't post it on my personal Facebook once every couple months, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you don't use yours that much. Like it's no. not like we be posting status updates every day. I got people who post five, six a day. Oh yeah. Ten, they use it like Twitter and it's annoying yeah. to me. But, um, what this conversation was, I wonder if, do people know what fame is really like? And with these same people, if, had, if they experienced it, would they be able to take it? Right. You know, the true price of fame. And so today we're going to talk about things that people have not thought about, uh, that come along with mm-hmm. fame and notoriety. And hopefully this is eye opening to some people because it's things that people who haven't been in certain positions don't even know. Right. And uh, don't even think about. Don't even think about. Don't even think about. And they look at like famous people a little bit differently. Right. Mm -hmm. And so uh, this episode, you know, we're going to get into that. So we'll take a break and we'll be right back.
2: Now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint. Raw and uncut. Adult conversations. No shucking. No jiving. And no bullshit.
0: All right, folks, we're back. Super Word. Duty Tough Work. Blueprint. The Logic. The most infamous podcast on planet Earth. This week we are talking about fame. The price of fame. For everybody that wants it, have you thought about what comes along with it? Probably not. Most likely not. No.
2: <laughs> so we're going to start with number one
0: thing that you probably have not thought about in the reality of fame is this. People expect more from you.
1: Yeah, now, you can't just make you can't just make comments. I expected more from you, print. Isn't that the, the most popular <laughs> refrain? Yes. I swear to God, yeah. any
0: debate I've had online mm-hmm. with any group of haters, even if I was a thousand percent right, yeah. inevitably, somebody's going to come and comment and they're going to say, print, though,
2: I expect more from you. Yep. Yep. I'm like, why?
0: Yeah. He's being an asshole. <laughs> why don't you expect more from him? And they'll be like, but he's not famous. Mm-hmm. He's, he's not popular. He's not you blueprint. Know what, he's not blueprint. And I just yeah. feel
2: like,
1: damn. Yeah, it's real.
0: It's real. You just got to accept it. Mm-hmm. If you choose the life, or if you are blessed with uh, any type of success, and typically success brings along with it notoriety, uh, you know, fame, public profile. You're going to have to accept the reality that fairness, when it comes to expectations, doesn't exist. Most of us live our lives with this idea and this premise of fairness. Mm -hmm. When you're in elementary school and you're around other kids, if you can't talk in class, the other kid can't talk in class. Right. If this kid gets suspended for something for fighting, you get suspended. It's like the set of rules that everyone knows. It's universal. This applies to you, applies to them. Right. Mm-hmm. Expectations of all children are pretty much the same. And you kind of get this idea in your head that that's what life is about. Mm-hmm. And that's quote unquote fair. But once you become a public figure, you start to quickly see that this isn't the same. Not, at all. uh, it's, you know, because people will look at you like, hey, I expect a higher sense of everything from you. Mm-hmm. Behavior, performance. Uh, responsibility whatever you call it you can no longer compare yourself with other regular people because
1: right or wrong regular people don't compare you to regular people anymore yeah it goes back to you know the Charles Barkley I'm not a role model thing Mm -hmm. even though you don't have a choice once you get to that point (coughs) You don't have a choice but to be a role model because you're famous. People are looking at you and expecting things from you that, fair or not, you know, because you're in the spotlight, you are supposed to carry yourself a certain way now. You know, this is why this is why people hate on LeBron so much because he's that guy. So people, everybody wants a piece. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wants you to do things their way because you're in the spotlight and we expect you to do yeah, we expect you to do more. We expect you to be more. We expect you to conduct yourself, you know, in a certain way. And if yeah. you don't, then we got a problem with it. And we have the right to talk because you entertain us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, and, 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 and it extends into so many things
0: too. like think about just like the burden of expectation as it relates to people who are public figures and charity mm-hmm. versus people who are regular people. In charity, right? With notoriety comes the expectation that you contribute, uh, publicly, yeah, to certain things that a regular person does not carry around with them. Mm-hmm. The, the the public figure is always gonna be well. What are you doing for the community? Right. What are you doing for this group? What are you doing for that person? Right. Um. I don't think the regular per. I mean, and you see this for people who don't even do the shit themselves right they hold that person uh who has the notoriety to such a high uh, higher expectation than they even hold for themselves and i think that uh it causes a lot of tension with people who are public figures you Yeah, know? they say that
1: shit it weighs heavy man yeah it weighs heavy yeah
0: because it's not a good it's not good enough just to be successful and be a good person
1: no oh no come on now now for y'all that's good enough Mm -hmm. this guy nope (laughs) that's why people used to shit on michael jordan because they didn't think that he was you know a charitable dude they didn't think that he was um you know in the politics and all that shit but he did a lot of stuff behind the scenes he didn't do it publicly you know and it came out years and years later that he did you know contribute to a lot of community things and you know that kind of stuff he just didn't care as much about the you know public yeah. knowing about that part of his yeah. life. And and, you know. and
0: and we've seen public opinion change between his era and the LeBron era. Right. His era was no one was tr- really all athletes weren't expected to be public about stuff like that. Yeah. Now the era is like you not only have to do it, you have to be public. Because of social media. Because of social media and the whole social justice thing that's now associated with sports. Whereas Mm -hmm. in sports, it was at one point pretty revolutionary to be involved in stuff outside of the game like that. Yeah. Now it's almost expected of these people. Right. And people will punish them for not doing so. So, yeah, that's number one.
1: Yeah. I don't think regular people can handle that.
0: (laughs) Nah. Nah. Like, what if you tell... Hey, tomorrow, starting tomorrow... You can't just do what you've been doing. Mm-hmm. You're going to now be expected to do way more than, than them. Well, that's yeah. not fair. But, uh, it's not about fair.
1: <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> no, it's
0: Them's the so Them's the rules. Yes. so. <laughs> anyway, carry on. And <laughs> right. right. And this, you know, and so uh, you see people fall short. A lot of it has to do with this and not truly, truly accepting this reality. Mm-hmm. Okay. So number two. You know, thing, the price of fame is that when you fall, you fall further. Mm-hmm. So when people look at public people and they think about public failure, what I think they fail to to consider is that the person who has ascended to a higher height, when they fall publicly, they fall a long way. It's a long way to the bottom. Mm-hmm. If you imagine this as stair steps,
1: yeah. If if a normal dude falls, he falling down one step. Yep. Get right back up. Take <laughs> that step again tomorrow. Yeah, he yeah. back up. Yeah. When
0: you a public figure, you just <laughs> dun, 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 dun. you falling sideways, <laughs> tumbling. Oh shit! Get up. Keep stumbling. You have fell down fifty steps, man. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> and 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 just as it's, it's fifty steps to fall to reach your bottom, it's that much harder to get back up. Yeah. And people don't know this reality and they don't accept it. And that's why you have to look at how public people conduct themselves when bad things happen. Right. Famous people conduct themselves differently because they have a lot more to lose.
1: Yes. Very much. So. <laughs> you know, yeah. and
0: uh, until you have as much to lose as some of these people, you may never
1: truly understand why they do some of the things that they do. Yeah. Yeah, like the fall, the getting back up takes so much more time for someone with notoriety. Yeah. You know, because you have to work on, you know, this whole cancel culture and all that. Like, bro, your image can be gone in a day. Yep. Something that took you 20, 30 years to build can be gone tomorrow if you say the wrong thing. If Mm. you, you know, do the wrong thing in the public eye and it'll take you. 20, 30 years to build that shit back up, you know, like it's, it's, it's a crazy thing, but it's, it's so, so true. And it's, it's very difficult, you know, for famous people to navigate. That's why they got all these PR people and, you know, like, you know, working on their image and making sure that, you know, they are looking good in the eyes of the public because that fall is crazy. And that getting back up, you know, is hard. Yeah. Yeah. There's a,
0: uh, I I thought about it, and one thing that, that jumps out to me is how, like, if you have a disagreement with someone, if you have a falling out with something, or you fall short, or you fuck up, typically you just only have one person to work that out with. Yeah. When someone is famous, they
1: have... The masses, world, the world, <laughs> yeah, the world to work that out with. And if Beyonce have a problem, yeah. everybody she got to apologize to everybody. If <laughs> she do something wrong to Damn. Jay, she got to apologize. Jay had to apologize to everyone. Yeah, for, it wasn't for just, just his, his wife Beyonce. anymore,
0: right? Yeah, you yeah. know, there's a saying that says like, "What's what? Uh, you know, a problem that happens in private can be resolved in private, but a a matter that's starts private and is made public can never be made private again right and that speaks to this quite a bit because once these because you're a public figure your shit is public now and the resolution now can't be private right because it's public and normal people are afforded that you and I have beef we can straight up get on the phone chop it up the end and no one gotta hear shit about it Right, right. man. My bad, man. Yeah, I was I was out of pocket. Mm -hmm. We good, we good, bro. Let's keep it pushing. Cool. The average person is like, "Hey, I just got to make this statement on every social media platform and apologize to the public because I've fallen short of your expectations Mm -hmm. and how I handled this situation, even though that situation might not have nothing to do with the public." Right, right. Private now. You know what I'm saying? And what was private was made public. So it's deep, man. But yeah, when you fall, you fall further and you got more shit to clean up. Yeah. Okay. Number three thing. Price of fame. Everybody
1: assumes you're stuck up. (laughs) This is the worst. (laughs) This like back in back in the, you know, the weightless height. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you if we were walking down the street and we didn't feel like talking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? just on some regular, I'm not in the mood kind of shit, you know, not being an asshole. Just, I'm not, I'm, I'm having a bad day, bruh. Like, I ain't ain't (laughs) got time to to have bad days. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to talk to you right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be, I'm still going to be nice, but I ain't, I ain't, I'm having a bad day. I ain't trying to, (laughs) oh man, fuck you, man. you know what I'm saying fuck that dude you know they go back man Logic man he an asshole man Mm -hmm. I was just trying to say what's up you know what I'm saying and he act like he didn't even see me you know what I mean like I was having a bad day bro I could have a bad day Can I have a bad day (laughs) right
0: yeah yeah it's different man it's like uh, I think about it and you know what, what really makes me see this is like how often people say I met such and such entertainer and you wouldn't believe how humble they were. Right. They were so nice. Right. Now that wouldn't mean shit but it, it proves that the expectation <laughs> is that they're going to be an asshole. Yeah. Not, not going to be nice.
2: When do
1: yeah, you no.
0: rave about someone simply being nice? Right. And being humble. I can't believe this motherfucker was so normal. So down to earth. Why? Because motherfuckers have a perception that you're gonna be an asshole. That you're gonna be standoffish. That you're gonna be stuck up and, and in your own head and just really impersonable. Mm-hmm. This one I don't know whose fault this is. Maybe it's artists. Maybe people don't understand the reality of being uh, a public figure. Mm-hmm. And like you said, they think that they should always be on, always be accessible, and that they, they're. But these people aren't like them. Right. The normal people, but they have a a a a not-so-normal life, you know? Um, But people assume you're stuck up, and that that doesn't matter, uh, you know, how well your intentions are. The default assumption about people who are famous is that they are not going to be nice. Right. And if you don't acknowledge that, when you have some notoriety, the way you handle people is gonna be kind of fucked up. Yeah. You know, because you're gonna think that I'm just like
1: you. I'm allowed to have a bad day. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, you're not. Not to them. Not nope. to them. Not to them. Every day you got to be ready to interact with your fans. Yeah. And, you know, no, nothing can go wrong in your life that you got to deal with. You always got to be ready. Come on. You know, to be nice and smile and smile for the camera and sign this, you know, sign yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, man. That and shit. That shit is not cool.
0: Right. And there's benefits that come along with this. So I don't want to sit here and make this episode sound like it's some what was me shit. It's not. Oh, it's yeah. just I want people to understand <laughs> that, yo, there's a price for this. And when you're chasing attention, be aware that there's levels and shit that's that starts to come with that. As you start to get attention, for those of you who who uh, want to be public and want to be successful at anything you do, um, understand there's a price for that. And uh, there's some trade offs. Yeah. So that's number three. We'll take a break and we'll be right back to all fans of the super duty tough work podcast i'm here to remind you that my fourth book is officially here the name of the book is the 10 traits of successful hip-hop artists and the book is available right now exclusively on waitlist.net if you're a regular listener to the show and dig what we do then this book is a must buy It takes all of the concepts and inspiration that we provide every week to the next level. Better yet, it analyzes the careers and lives of some of the dopest hip-hop artists and breaks down the exact traits that have made them so successful. Then, it takes it a step further by showing you how to develop those traits. For all listeners to the show, I have a special offer just for you. When you enter the coupon code SD, TW you will be given a 10% discount off the book that's exclusively for the listeners of the show and won't be announced anywhere else again coupon code SDTW gets you 10% off your copy of my new book the 10 traits of successful hip-hop artists that is available now and shipping worldwide so if you don't have the book yet head over to To waitlist.net and order your copy today that's all for now back to the show super duty tough work yeah back again talking about the price of fame this week Mm. if you're at home i hope you find this conversation enlightening um and so we're gonna jump back into the list bullet points and such number four reality comes along with being famous is can't be critical of anything
1: I learned this last one <laughs> I learned this one hard
0: I, I watch you learn this on your Facebook every few months you'll start talking yeah. music with your, with your followers and they'll just be
1: like I can't believe
0: you don't like him a logic
2: <laughs> <laughs> you're an logic.
1: asshole <clears throat> yeah man I lost followers cause I didn't like um, what was it um, Deltron yeah like that was like <laughs> shitting on me <laughs> Because I did not like Deltron 3030. An album. Yeah. You didn't say it was crap. You just said I don't like it. It don't hit it on. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not whatever. me. It's it's not my thing. That's it. What How the fuck? How dare you? <laughs> He's better than you. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you're just mad. You're just
2: jealous. That's
0: yeah. what they hit you with. That you're just jealous. But that thing is a reality, man. I found out the exact same way. That being critical of certain things like our our, because as fans we're no different than anybody else. right? We rap but we have artists that we check for. Mm -hmm. We have albums we anticipate. We believe the hype when it comes to certain albums and then we're like Mm -hmm. oh I want to hear that and we're fans of rap. We wouldn't be in our position if we were not incredible fans of this shit. Right. Meaning our listening shit goes deep and deep and when we study it, but the reality is that when we say we don't like something, people treat us differently than anybody else who don't
1: like something. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> this yeah. shit ain't fair, but this ain't about fair. Right. Yeah. This yeah we already established that. We established about that fair.
0: It's not about fair. Fuck fair. Mm-hmm. This is reality that when you're a public. A person you have to really watch how you criticize other things in public yeah. particularly people who are your peers you know like it's okay for them to be have a, a music reviews thing but we got to be very careful and a lot of that has went into like we've done album reviews on this podcast right 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 but we typically don't. We try to make at least three of the four things we interview things we really like.
1: Right, right, right,
0: right. We try not to review albums that we think suck. And if we review something that we may be disappointed in, it's actually because we're big fans of that person. Mm-hmm. Maybe their previous work and this particular thing didn't grab us. Right. But even then, we got
1: to be real fucking careful. <laughs> yeah we got we got it's a thin line between being a hater and, you know what i'm saying and and you know just being you know giving your opinion it's yeah it's a thin line i miss the days of just being able to be a fan like that yeah man we can't do that no more like can just, we can do that only we can only do that amongst ourselves now yeah
2: you know like like you like and i can
1: yeah we can't do that shit in public nope. you know we can't nope. like if it's a new album you know for example you know, just because we're friends, like if there's a new Atmosphere album that came out and right. we said we didn't like it publicly, you know, oh want a God, God. oh, tri- yeah, you don't want those problems. <laughs> you
0: do not want those problems. Like, yeah, you can't talk about certain things, you yeah. know, and so it's like and it also comes along with that. Can you can you overly praise your peers? Right. Nope. You can't do that. either. Can we say that they dropped the classic? People right. will be like, mm, man, that's your homie. You just yep. making some. It was shit up. It was hype. <laughs> Look at them gassing this shit up. <laughs> Payola. He paid right. y'all to say that shit. You know that's your man's. So it's like you got to just watch it. And I don't think people yeah. understand that. I mean, shit. Even in terms of you know, I was writing this 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 uh, passage in my book a couple days ago, and it was about this exact same thing about how you can lose followers over things that don't mean anything right to you You in the grand scheme of thing. So like you can say, whether it be another artist you don't like, whether it be a movie you don't like, hell, Mm. you know, people will fight over sports, uh, politics, uh, religion. Like you can say something, but taking a stance on anything of that nature as a public figure it's gonna set you up to be you know what I'm saying attacked
1: and you're gonna be arguing over some shit that really ain't that deep to you right it's not it's just an opinion like that's yeah. the that's the scary thing is that once you get to a certain level and we and, and like you said before like we've just experienced this a little bit, yes, you know what I'm saying on a very small scale, you know like even you know stuff slug has to deal with is a little more than what we have to deal with right you know what I'm saying but we've experienced this on a very small scale and we can't share our our opinions about things if it goes against the grain. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, or else we get crucified, dude. Yes. Start like, getting them I mean,
0: emails. Start getting yeah. unfriended. I can't believe you don't like this. I can't mm-hmm. believe you ain't endorsing that. Oh yeah. man, you just jealous. You just salty because they this. And it's like,
1: damn. Mm-hmm. It's just my opinion, bro. That's like, it. it means nothing. Yeah, it's just my opinion. This is what I think. You know, yeah, like, I'm sorry that I'm you know I'm not I don't share the same sentiment that you yeah. have for this purpose you know certain thing or this certain you know actor, whatever. Like I'm sorry yeah. I don't, but I'm still the same dude. Like yeah. I'm still me. Thank you. You know, yeah, this I'm still me. Nothing. It's not. And you know,
0: here's the irony: a lot of people set this whole thing in motion or continue to cycle because they constantly put pressure on. People to comment on certain things. Like, do you remember when um, Odd Future first came out? Every fucking day, Mm -hmm. for months, damn near a year, I would get someone say, "Yeah, but what do you think about Odd Future? What do you think about fucking Odd Future? But Odd Future, though, what about them? How do y'all feel about them? Odd Future, hey, they see. uh, We, what do you think though? Every time an artist gets to the spotlight you see interviews after interviews where people want them to constantly uh, especially if they're an older artist they want them to constantly comment on younger artists mm-hmm. almost to prove that they're still cool mm-hmm. and listen and got the ear to the streets So then you got artists who are like fucking 40 years old right who, who are expected to comment on artists
1: who are 20 years old and only been out a year Yeah, like, and and if you say like I don't listen to that shit, then it's like, oh, Oh, so and such, you know, shits on the new school, you know, like, yeah, like those are the headlines that clickbait shit. Just because you say like I don't, you know, it's it always brings me back to the uh, common line um, where he says if I don't like it, I don't like it. That don't mean that I'm hating. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just that's my opinion, bro. Like that's it. That's it. That's my opinion. I'm sorry it don't match your opinion, but that don't mean I'm a dick. Just because <laughs> <laughs> we don't got to save a billion. I'm just a human yeah. being, man.
0: Yeah, yeah, man, it, 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 it's, it's, a, it's a messed up cycle. But, you yeah. know, we know it ain't about fair. It's just reality. All this shit on this list is just fucking reality. Mm-hmm. Um, We're not here to complain about fair. And we've accepted all this shit on this list. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, yep, this is what it is. I can't do that. I can't do that. That's out. Let me yeah. avoid that, you know. But that's just, that's it, that's number four. Yeah. Number five, and this is some shit that used to happen to me all the time. Number five thing, the price of fame, is that people assume you're smashing any woman they see you with. <laughs> this was for years. Yeah. I had homegirls who was like my legit friends. And mm-hmm. then I would hear through other people, they were like, yeah, such as I said that she was messing with old girl. I'd be like, that's like my best friend, that's my homie. Like, yeah. why did, do y'all, but then it hit me like, oh. They
1: assume this because I'm blueprint. Right. Like and we were just getting a drink. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're just it's, hanging out, getting something to eat, something. Yeah. yeah. I'm not allowed to have female friends like that.
0: Right. You know what I mean? Like if, if you see him, him with him, he got to be messing with him. Mm-hmm. And that's a weird thing because just think about how that impacts uh, the people who who hear it themselves. If, right. they, if a woman hears that every woman you with, you messing with, she might be like, I don't know if I want to be friends with him yeah. or right. associate because i don't want people assuming that about me and i don't need that kind of smoke i don't need that kind of static in my life yeah and as a public figure we don't do this shit to other people we see out we see two people at a bar talking it's just two people at a bar talking yeah exactly you see two people at dinner they're just two people at dinner man
1: mm-hmm. but
0: if you if you a public
1: figure oh man what's up with them yeah i knew it yeah, because TMZ is a prime example. Anytime somebody just out together, it's yeah. like, oh, what's going on with these two? It's yeah. like, yo, this is my homie. Like, before we was famous, we was hanging out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now we famous, and now y'all think just because, you know, people are friends. It's possible to be friends with people of the opposite sex without yeah. It's possible. It's possible. Hey, it happens. Yeah. We are professionals here.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we are allowed to have friendships like everyone else, you know, uh, but you got to be careful because sometimes the expectation of you, people add more to it when you're a public figure, no right. matter who you are, what, what your what field you're in. If you're a public figure, if they see you with the opposite sex. There's going to be some inferences there. You know what I mean? Like, and, and you knowing that people will be going out of their way. Like, I don't know if you saw the shit like this was maybe eight, seven, six, seven years ago. Or I guess five years ago, they were talking about uh, uh, Mike Pence just refused to have dinner with women because he was just like, he was basically like I'm not gonna have dinner I'm not gonna ever be alone with another woman not even for dinner Yeah, because
1: I don't yeah. want no problems no problems at all, you can't Yeah, you can't and I was like, some people were offended like oh I can't believe he's not doing that
0: because what if a woman is you know, they're networking blah 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 he was just like, nah no and I don't think some people understood that it wasn't even political Right. it was like yo as a public figure he had accepted that people are gonna be assume some shit they see him out with the mm-hmm. opposite
1: sex yeah. or some I wonder shit if his that. wife knows yeah if does you your lady, wife know, you know that
0: bitch <laughs> right. you know what I mean they're taking pictures putting it on Instagram caught got your ass now ding 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 send it to TMZ Meanwhile, mm-hmm. he, his wife knows the whole thing. It's sort right. of the job. You know what I mean? But uh, as a public figure, you got to know that that's part of it, man. It's yeah. part of it. And a lot of people, just they just avoid it altogether because they don't want that shit in their life. You know? Yeah, true. So that's number five. Number six thing. The price of fame. This is a real one for us is that
1: if you're around, you have to be on, yeah, this was bad back in the you know when shows were heavy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. When we were doing a lot of shows in Columbus, cats just see us around, it's like yo, spit some. You know what I'm saying, yo, you know everybody it's wanted to start a cipher. Yeah, everybody wanted to cipher at the coffee shop. You yeah. know, it's like you bro, be the grocery to get a grocery store. Yeah, I'm just here to get a cup of coffee. You know, right, just, just getting some. You know, I'm just, just like getting some potatoes. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't be running up on me with all this rap shit. Can, I, can yeah, I have a personal man. life? You know? Yeah. But but there's a belief amongst the people, subconsciously, they don't even know no better. Mm-hmm. Because when they see you, it's on a music video, it's a performance, yeah. it's, mm-hmm. you know, a live setting, it's, it's you doing your job as an entertainer or mm-hmm. as a public figure. And their belief, they don't think that that's your job. Right. To the extent to where if they have a job, they are allowed to leave their job at the job when they're not at the job. Right, right. If they do customer service, they don't gotta be home doing customer service to their neighbors. Like, how can I help you? <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right, right. You're, you know what, you're right, sir. Can I get you more water? Like, it's like, nah, that's my job. I'm home now. It's like, what up, my guy? I'm not here to accommodate you uh, because that's not our relationship. And yeah. everyone else is allowed to not be on when you're a public figure People have an expectation that you be on. They have you see politicians or or entertainers. They be out and paparazzi run up on them. They can't have dinner places. They can't you know they can't whether in airports or travel. It's like yo man, they can't go to certain clubs and certain places in certain cities because they know they won't be allowed to be a normal person. Right. And norm, and being a normal person means you can go have a good time. and 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 not be expected to play that role uh Mm -hmm. that is your job yeah a lot of public people don't have that if you want to be famous you got to be ready for that because um people expect you to be on yeah and a lot of artists fuck this up on tour like we talked about they'll i accepted early on i was like look i'm not gonna now that i know this either i'm gonna be on and there or off and not around right Right. And that's so how the, you have to be that's how I conduct my whole career so I know people will say well print you know you go through these periods where you drop music and then you go to these periods where you might just disappear for a year or two mm-hmm. post once every few weeks on social media no updates on no music nothing like that that's me being off right I'm off I'm not in public I'm doing normal shit You know, might be visiting friends or family or just just whatever makes me happy. I'm going to be trying Mm -hmm. to do that, but it's not going to be in public. And I have to be that way because for me, it's the only way to get balanced because I know once I become public again, Mm -hmm. once I start releasing music and doing shows and being out and on the scene, I'm expected to be cool. I'm expected Mm -hmm. to be okay with interacting, engaging people as blueprint right and so i don't expect people to change their expectations anymore right i've changed my behavior to where if i'm at the merch
1: table i'm not gonna be in a bad mood right you can be no yeah that's you need to go sit in the van if you're in a bad mood you can't no nah that's it that's it and i think that solves the problem for a lot of fans
0: because what artists do though they'll be in a shitty mood and they'll go be doing a bunch of shit that they don't want to do. Mm-hmm. They're doing in stores they don't want to do. You know, they're doing uh, meet and greets they don't want to do. Barely signing for their fucking signature. Rushing people out of line. Not wanting to take pictures. Not wanting to sell merch, talk or shake hands and shit. Not wanting to thank people for coming out. Their bad mood is now being pushed on these people who support them. right? They, because he wasn't in the mood to be on so mm-hmm. my thing is like if you don't want to be on just don't be there right because yeah. people's expectations is not going to change
1: true very true
0: oh yeah so that's number six okay oh uh, yeah we'll take a break we'll be right back Mark to all the vinyl collectors out there i wanted to let you know that two of my most loved albums have been repressed on vinyl the first album is my 2014 solo album respect the architect this album features guest appearances from count base D. logic and midas the beast and sold out a couple months after it was originally made available it's been reprinted again on yellow vinyl available exclusively on waitlist.net the second album is my 2018 album two-headed monster the album features guest appearances from slug of atmosphere wordsworth Superstition, Mr. Lift, AC Alone, and low. Its initial pressing sold out a couple months after its release as well, but has been reprinted again on clear vinyl. Both of these LPs are available exclusively on waitlist.net, so head over there and pick up a copy while supplies last. Thanks for your support. Back to the show. All right, folks, we're back. Super Duty, Tough Work once again bringing you the realness Mm -hmm. the the, the realness we got three more joints to go three more joints to go the price of fame number seven thing let's get into this and this is from the our side of things is that you question people's intentions yes the thing about becoming known famous public figure what have you is that you go from a point to where no one knew you or gave a shit about you, which you remember well, and you'll never forget Mm -hmm. to a point where you now have everyone's attention. Right. And you're respected and, and loved and people fuck with you. Now, along the way you still are making personal connections with people. You're meeting people, whether you're dating, whatever. Um, doing business with people, you start to question, especially those who have been burnt, you know, you get mm-hmm. burnt once or twice on a business deal and a personal relationship, because you got to know that just as there are people who are there to be genuine, there are people there who are just like there to get what they can get. Right. Hangers on mm-hmm. are attracted to everybody successful. um, And so you start to get a little jaded and you start to question everybody's intentions. Yeah. It's unfortunate because it's like, for the most part, the people who fuck it up are probably like the people who do crime in any neighborhood. It'd be like 5% of people
1: right. fucking
0: shit up for the 95%. Yeah. You know what I mean? You get rid of that 5%, change the whole shit. But that 5%'s impact is so crazy that they. Fuck it up for the 95%. So you become skeptical like, yo, I hope this person ain't trying to take advantage of me. I hope they actually fuck with me for me. I hope that they're not trying to, you know, use me for clout. I hope that, man, and and it's fucked up, but it's real.
1: Yeah, I've even, um, you know, unfortunately, looking back because of this particular point, I've missed out on opportunities because of being skeptical you know of people just because i don't know you when you're offering me something and i don't know if you're genuine or not because i don't know who you are so i'm not gonna do this luckily you know like one situation um you know i remember i got um a couple songs on that uh that tv show um yeah um, not too long ago that dude had been trying to hit me up for years (laughs) just because like You know, like back, back, way back in the day, we was always getting some kind of email, some, yeah. you know, like too good to be true shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And he had been trying to hit me up to get me to do music for like plays and shit like that, like kind of, you know, back in the day. And luckily he kept coming. Yeah. Until I was just like, okay, dude is, you know, like. He took a break for a couple years that he came back like, yo, I I tried to hit you up back here, you know, and then I'm like, okay, you know, so let me contact him back. And it actually turned out to be, you know, some good shit. But if he wouldn't have been, you know, persistent, I would have missed out on that opportunity just because of me being skeptical of people's intentions when approaching me about shit. You know what I mean? So, you know, try to, you know, take everything with a grain of salt. But it gets difficult out here because when you get burnt. You know, you got to start looking at people like that, especially when you got shit to lose.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's so true. And, and you know, there are so many people out here who who have used artists, burned artists, because some people, you know, there is a contingency of people who um, I don't know if they know or not, but they forget that like, yo. You're a real person Mm -hmm. and the shit that you see in your inbox every day, that's bullshit. You still have to reconcile that with the legit things and try to figure out who's who. Yeah. How do I figure out this? And then you, do, but you don't want to be like, "Hey, man, I've been jerked a hundred times. You got to show and prove who you are." Mm-hmm. Cause that's kind of rude too. Yeah, they didn't do nothing. But in the position you're in, you don't want to be taken advantage of. Yeah, that shit's deep, man. Yeah, you can miss on a lot of opportunities just because of that. Yeah, you know, I have no idea. Okay, that's number seven. Number eight, price of fame, is that uh distractions. Yeah. The business, where there's the business start to push uh the art to the back, kicking it, having fun, start mm-hmm. to put push the arts to the back. Uh responsibilities, you know, start to push the art to the back. You know, I tweeted yesterday, I said that, you know the easiest part of being a music uh, uh, of a music career is making music. Mm-hmm. It's the other stuff that bogs you down. Yep. I wish I could make music all day. It's not the reality because a music career is like, nah, you don't get to just make music all day. Right. I got to do everything else that people don't see and the more uh, successful you become, the more distractions you have from what it was that made you successful in the first place.
1: Yeah. And those distractions aren't necessarily bad. You know what I'm saying? They're just, they just have to get done for, for artists like us who basically do everything ourselves. You have to put those packages together. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, you know, go to the post office. You gotta, you know, Put that shit together and, you know, get that merch and you got to do all of this other stuff other than make music. And it's like, damn. Yeah. Like, especially after you got an album coming out, you know, it's months before you even get to even think about making any more music because, you know, you're promoting your campaign and you're all that shit. So, you know, it's it's hard to not be distracted, but the distractions aren't necessarily you know, like your phone. You know what I'm yeah, saying? But yeah. the distraction from the art is the other shit that has to be done in order for you to be able to make the art again.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I and I've dealt with, with both sides. I've dealt with, you know, there was a point in time where I would go out so much and I was so successful, I knew everybody. I never paid to get in nothing. Right. People with me, print, we got this going on tonight. Come through. Got your name at the door. hmm Every night. Mm-hmm. Worry. Oh man, print it. Man, don't worry. It's on me. Bartenders was just wiping my tabs out and everything. Mm-hmm. Oh man, just let me tip. Okay, you can tip, but that's it, bro. You're not paying in here. You do that shit long enough. It starts to become like that starts to become your thing, and your art starts to become your side hustle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or it's like the partying should just be the side thing, and the art should be your thing. But it starts to flip because you have so, you you've become successful to the point to where you now are given more things and more distractions, right? More access. Like how you think these these artists who like never had drug problems before they got signed,
1: <laughs> right? Right. Never did never coke. Had issues. Never. never.
0: Never. All of a sudden, when they go platinum,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Coke. Yeah. Smoke weed 24 7. Yeah. Alcoholics got to go to rehab. How? Yeah. You get more access the higher up you go. And with more access comes more distractions from the thing that got you there. Yeah. Facts. That's number eight. Okay. I think we got one more thing. One more. Number nine. I think number nine is that people don't see you as a person. They see you as a character. Right? And that's not even necessarily their fault cuz like think about what people do who are famous or athletes, entertainers, whatever public figures. They're ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Right. Right. They're they may be Clark Kent, but we only see them as Superman. Right. Right? So What people don't know is that just because that person is successful doesn't mean they're any less than a human, Mm -hmm. right? And so you, but you see people saying mean things to people online that they would never say to a normal person, right? They would never say that to even a stranger that they didn't know, right? In a public forum. And the reason they feel comfortable saying that is because to some degree, your success has
1: dehumanized you. That's pretty deep. You might have to. I don't know if they hurt. <laughs> I don't, I don't people know, in the people. back. People in the back. Are you listening? <laughs> That's so
0: real, though. It's real. Success yeah. dehumanizes people. It turns them into superheroes. Mm-hmm. Don't nobody feel sorry for Superman? Nah. Who feels sorry for fucking Batman? There ain't a single super superhero we feel sorry for. All right. Hey, man, you was born with this fucking talent. Sorry. Yeah. Go fight this fucking, you know what I mean? Go save this fucking, save Gotham.
1: <laughs> yeah, go save the world,
0: bro. Don't complain about it. Mm-hmm. People see you as a character, man. And that's a reality that you have to be ready for because there's going to be people who say and do things to you that may seem really c- cruel. Mm-hmm. But what you have to understand is that in the back of their mind, the way that people get there is that they have to first not see you like they see themselves. Right. So in your attempt to become extraordinary, to become special, to become, you know, famous, large, Mm -hmm. this crazy person, like you're, you're incredible. But in doing so, you've lost what people perceive to be as your humanity.
1: Yeah, that's 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 wild to think about. I mean, cuz even, you know, what you're talking about like the way that people attack celebrities. Yeah. When they, you know, if they do do something that is out of the purview of what is expected of them. Yeah. Like the way that people attack and the shit that they say. You know, even if it's a celebrity that I don't even fuck with, sometimes I just be seeing like the headlines like, damn. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that's is- <laughs> you know, like, oh, Yeah. Like, damn, bro. Like, you can't you can't even walk down the street. You know what I'm saying? Without getting shit on sometimes. <laughs> it's real. It's and that's real. and that's part of the price. And, you know, I really I really don't think that people fully understand Ooh. what fame is. You know what I'm saying? No. I don't think they fully... Everybody want to be famous until they famous. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody want all the attention until you got all the attention. And then it's like, why are y'all still looking at me? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, people don't know. It's like, yo, can I have some less of this attention? I don't want nobody looking at me.
1: Right. Can I just do what y'all do? Can I turn this off? Nope. Nah, once it's on, it's on. I mean, and the thing is, like... Like, when you get uber famous, it's the rest of your life. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, the rest of your, like, Denzel can never have a regular life again. No. No. You know what I'm saying? Beyonce, Jay-Z, all these famous people, actors, actresses, musicians, they will never be able to have a regular life again, even if they 90 years old. Yeah. Because people still going to want to snap that photo. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? People might still want that autograph. Like you still can't go out to eat with your grandkids.
0: Yeah. Somebody still going to talk shit about their relationship.
1: Yeah. All of that.
0: Like all you, that. you, she beat resolved a relationship and motherfuckers. be run up on her talking shit about her decision to resolve a relationship. Yeah. You ain't shit. You let us down. How dare you do fucking do this with that man. I, 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 like Damn. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. I'm the one dating this month. Not you. Right. Why are you mad? Why are you this mad? Yeah. It's because they don't see you as a person. You know, and they had to make that leap to say something You you don't say things like that to people that you see as you don't say like yourself. Yeah, exactly. You don't. And so they have to make a leap to be able to do that shit, and it's and it's unfortunate, but it's part of the of the game. Yeah. So that's it this week. That's it this week, man. You know the price of fame. Let me read these back. Where? Number one, people expect more from you. Number two, when you fall. You fall further. Number three, people assume you're stuck up. Number four, can't be critical of anything. Number five, people assume you're smashing any woman they see you with. (laughs) Number six, if you're around, you have to be on. Number seven, you question people's intentions. And number eight, distractions. Number nine, people see you not as human. as a character word and uh i hope that uh y'all got something out of this and uh if you are you know fortunate enough to blow up at something you do Mm -hmm. hopefully you refer back to this and it makes you come to terms with the new realities that you live in because uh, otherwise you will be bitter (laughs) and not Mm -hmm. be successful so just accept these realities because everyone has to deal with some shit on this list like this once you uh, get some notoriety or fame. And that's it this week. Work, And so we will see y'all next week.
1: Work, Peace. Peace.
2: Thank you for listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes.